According to Urban Dictionary, class is defined as a person who is poised, graceful, mature, possesses excellent self-control, is gentle, soothing, and unoffensive. Is that you? Nah. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm definitely offensive. You know, we try though. Just two black women in their 20s trying to keep it classy while navigating the trials and tribulations of life in the greater NYC area. From the grind of working in corporate America to dealing with men, from maintaining friendships to the realization that life is hard and we did not sign up for it. Join us as we contemplate the best processes to staying classy, never trashy, and always a a little little nasty. Staying classy with me, <laughs> and uh, me, Amber. <laughs> it's starting off great. Oh, it's been a while. It has been a while. I mean, a while, a while. Um, how's it going? It goes. <laughs> it does go. It, uh, it goes. It's been going. <laughs> And is continuing to go. That is life. Therefore, tis life. You know, gang, gang. Present continuous tense of go. <sighs> Which is aim. Yeah. Just calling me on this random. Tell them to go away. Like, do they not know? You're busy. Do they not know what's happening? Clearly, they don't listen. Nah. <sighs> Big fans. Any updates? <laughs> uh. Not anything crazy. Fucked up my finger uh, today. That happened. So wait, how did this happen? All right, so see what happened was. Mm-hmm. Right, right. The day started off really bad. Okay. Well, partially bad, and then it got to this point, and it was terrible. <laughs> so I wake up with a headache. Ah. Uh, and I'm like, damn it. I gotta go to work with a headache. How am I supposed to function? I don't even want to be you there. You start off the day with like, yeah, yeah, I already don't want to go. Now I'm just like, ugh. Right. Retirement, right around the corner. So then... Luckily, this was the bright side of the day. I'm getting dressed, and Bane was so tired that he looked up at me, and I feel like I heard him be like, nah. (laughs) And he went right back to sleep. You know, there's just something about this that just isn't working for me. Yeah. And I'm going to go try again tomorrow. Bye. So, I was not mad. Do this. Tell him to do this at night. (laughs) Sips my wine. So, then I, uh... Get my backpack, walking to my car, and you know I park in the garage. Right. So I open the door to throw my backpack, knapsack, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. in the back seat. So I do so, and I go to turn, but my hand was like, I guess not clear of the door yet, <laughs> and the wind said, "Hold on a minute," <laughs> slammed the door shut on my finger, but was so trapped in there that. It wasn't like, oh, let me just pull my finger up. Oh. I had to <laughs> open the door. <laughs> like, so you're in a panic and a frenzy. Like, yeah. Help. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I can't even pull it out. So I had to reach across to open the door <laughs> for my finger. So it was good. Ouch. It was good morning. At least your door wasn't locked, so then you had to find the key. <laughs> Yo, if that shit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Take me out, coach. Like, I'm done. 
Holy shit. Yeah, it was it's really exciting and then went to work. So it's great. Alright. No, I'm sorry about your finger. It's okay. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. Um, we're both injured. This is an injury episode. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, twisted my ankle, playing ball yesterday. Pretty bad. Ball is life. Um, ball is life. I'm so mad too because I've like been, I've been on a recent streak of just like playing really well. Mm-hmm. And then playing D. Guys, guy comes to set a screen, and I usually go over the screen because. I mean, it's pick up with like regular guys. So me going under, first of all, the guys saying the screen, they move. So me going right. under, I'm just going to get trapped again. And then if I don't go over, I'm not going to have any help. Right. So at least if I go over, I can push them towards the baseline or something where there's like more people right. where it's like less space. So I go over, but of course the guy is like turning with me. And instead of staying still, he's like turning with me in a moving screen and I step on his size 83 foot, roll my ankle, and then I heard like a crack, like inside and out. And I was like, oh, I'm done. Immediately I was like, find somebody else, I'm out, I'm done. Girl. And this is after two games. Like usually I play like four or five before I leave. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, and this, this sprain is pretty bad. Like I've sprained my ankle it like once to two times a year um but usually they're like tweaks and i can like go back to the gym or whatever within the next day or two yeah boy if you don't get <laughs> hey just be like nah no i'm not Mm-mm. um but yeah this one is uh it's pretty bad my foot is really swollen um, I did not go to work today because I woke up and couldn't walk on it. And it's also my driving foot. So I can't drive on it. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to call in and work from home. Um, thank you for sending those things over for me. Not wrong. Not wrong. Um, but yeah. Even though I said absolutely not. You did. I will not you help did. you with this. But it's okay. I wouldn't, I don't blame you. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Um, so I've been icing and elevating all day. And there's been no improvement. So we'll see if I make it into work tomorrow. I need to go into the office tomorrow. I don't get enough stuff done when I'm working from home. Because I'd be distracted. But <clears throat> That's how I feel about that. Blah. That's what it is. But at least I didn't do this before a trip, so... That's the key. But it also fucks me up because now my gym routine is off because I was getting ready to get back hard in the gym. (sighs) And I'm sidelined for another, like, week. (sighs) Maybe it's a sign. It might be. I should retire, but I'm not gonna because I'm hard-headed and stubborn. At least you know. I am self-awareness. Indeed, indeed. It is key. We're gonna power through. (sighs) All right. Let's play a game. Let's let's do that. Let's let's, let's let's play a fun game. Let's do that. Okay. Um. Shall we play? Never have I ever. We shall play. Never have I ever. Would you like to go first? Sure. Okay. All right. All right. Never. <laughs> Are you gonna repeat everything I say? Are you just gonna repeat it, <laughs> bitch? 
Okay, never have I ever owned a pair of Air Force Ones. Oh, me neither. Really? Yeah, no. I feel like as a Bronx bitch growing up, you would have, you would have, no. Okay. I went against the grain, mm. so. Mm. I went I against the grain because my mom's wallet was like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I always wanted a pair. And I no, knew, I of did. course, like every other young bird back in the day knew all the words to the song. Yeah. Every verse. Yeah. All of them. Never had a pair of shoes to, to go with it, though. I think, like, I don't know. I never really wanted one. I wanted, like, a pair. I think because everyone had them, and I was just like, <laughs> so we just all going to be matching with the same damn shoes. Like, no, but they were, like, the perfect shoes so you could customize them. Yeah. With the fat laces. If you had money, you could get them customized. First of all, I'm from the Bronx. With those colors. And have money like that, okay? <laughs> Nobody's customizing these shoes. <laughs> How dare you? I wanted I wanted some all whites, of course, low tops. And I wanted the fat laces that you do like a checkerboard. Mm -hmm. I did those with my K-Swisses, but not. I didn't have Air Force One, so I didn't have those. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, well. Early 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s. I was going to say... Not 90s. I was a... You wouldn't have remembered. A yeah. wee... A wee tot. <sighs> Where's the potato reference? <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Mine is... Because I forgot already. Oh. <laughs> Never have I ever... Shed a tear during a Pixar movie. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to shade me. I'm I? not trying to shade you. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. Inside Out got me. Literally. And it's funny because when I was looking this up, in the parentheses, it says, darn you, bing pong. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the one. This is the one I have to use. <laughs> uh, that's because you're cold hearted. I you literally don't, you have no... did not find those movies that great. I'm sorry. You're the type who watches scary movies in the dark by yourself and gets, like, entertained by them. Because they're funny. Uh, Inside Out was... How a movie about feelings don't move you in some way? I was just like, man, this bitch is really upset. And her parents really ain't shit. They were going through their own struggles. But they gotta put that shit behind them for their daughter. The bitch ran you. away. <laughs> she was like, I don't remember, was she on the bus? The bitch was like, she was on the bus. Like, I was like, dang, this bitch is really <laughs> Yeah, I was, was like, first back. of all. I thought she on the bus. Yeah, but like, she ain't well, got the money I mean, for the bus. Oh, that was really, what I was thinking, she stole? I was like, <laughs> oh, first of all. Then when really she got bad. back, they were like, oh my goodness. I'm sitting here like, in, a, in, in my household, they would have been like, where the, I mean, yeah. are you? <laughs> See how I. And bleep myself. Oh, yeah. So she's giving up cussing for Lent, which is going to make me sound difficult. even worse. But I don't give a fuck. Oh, me, no. Me, I'm happy for you. Um, well, then. All right. You hair flip. Cold-hearted. It wasn't that great. Even Coco. I didn't shed a tear during Coco. It's funny, though, because I was more like amazed during Coco. That they shed a tear when uh, Mama Coco starts singing. At the end? Mm -hmm. I'm like, but we that knew this. We knew this was going to happen. It was cute. I was just more shocked by the, the, the adult real life drama that went on. I was like, oh. 
Yeah. Oh. Yo. <laughs> oh boy. For a second I was like over some music? Is this a really? <laughs> over some music, bro. Okay. And then he was gonna kill the kid. Yeah. Yeah. What a douche. Yeah. Over some music. <laughs> nah. Nah. I'm gonna say yes just despite you. Damn. Yeah. Oh, I said Um but yeah, oh. you're cold hearted. Moving into the trash. Oh, um, we just got back from Miami. We did. I don't know why you're saying that. Like, it's a good thing that we got back. Because it was a great time. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. It was a relaxing. Yes. I Relaxing. Ooh, and yeah. Needed. A, needed. Much a respite needed. from the cold yeah. that is Jersey, even though it was chilly there. Mm-hmm. Um... We made the most of it. Yeah, we did. That's for sure. So, I guess what? The first night we were there, it was cold as fuck. Well, the first night I was there. First night you were there, because you went in a day before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very nice day. Me, you, and Burns, of course. What's up, Burns? Yes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cold and windy. Yep. Because was that the night? I think it was the night me and Daniel walked to the CVS after we got back. Yes. Um, yeah, and... I don't know how you did it. That wind. First of all, you know I didn't even know you guys left? You didn't? No. <laughs> I asked if you wanted anything. I know. And I was like, I wonder when they're going. And then you guys came back and I was like... Ha. <laughs> <laughs> <Huh. laughs> so, yeah, I definitely was like, do you want anything? And then yeah. after that, you, if you said no, we're like, okay. Yeah. It did, I don't know. It did click for me. <laughs> okay. All right. I was like, huh. Yeah. I wonder when they're leaving to go... It's getting late. I, I needed. Was like, I really needed water. Like yeah. I was so dehydrated. Pause. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um. Yeah. So we went and got water. It was freezing cold. Um. The next day. The next day was eventful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although we didn't do much, yeah. it was very eventful. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> if you've never been to um, South Florida, it, it does, it, it, though it is warmer in the wintertime than it is, you know, elsewhere here. or here, it does rain. It, it I don't does. know if it's rainy season or what, but Saturday, yo, every time we stepped outside, it was start. Every time. Like, oh my. And the forecast. We checked the forecast. The forecast. (laughs) We checked the forecast and it said the rain was supposed to stop by like noon. Right. So we had it planned out. We didn't even leave until after then. No. We were good. We had it all planned out. Until we get on the beach for maybe like, what, five minutes, if that. And the wind starts picking up and the sand is beating us like we... (laughs) Stole something. Stole everything. Like, <laughs> oh my god! And I see. Okay, so see. So the way the rain works in Miami is, one second it'll be sunny. Because remember, we were getting ready, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Oh, it's clearing up. We're good to go." And like, I went to go get something. Corn. And then Danielle was like, "Y'all, it's raining." And I came back out, and I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah." Fucking like couldn't a monsoon. <laughs> and then two minutes later, done clearing up. And I was yep. like, well, "What? Okay, so we're good." Yeah. We leave. And then we weren't. <laughs> we leave the whole ride there sunny bright everything 
And we were like, we went out of the way because we accidentally put in the wrong address with the lift. Sunny, bright, everything. Mm-hmm. We get to the beach, get settled. Everything's laid out. Good. Sandstorm. Not even 10 minutes since we sat down. Nope. And I've never felt anything like that. Like, I thought it was just going to be wind and then it would stop. No. I was expecting, like, I was like, oh, okay, a couple strong winds and it's just going to be fine. Yeah. But then when it didn't let up, I'm like, <laughs> is the what's ha- Am I? Like, I couldn't even finish the questions Mm-mm. going on in my mind. Because I was in so much pain. <laughs> like, that sand... First off, the grains of sand were a little larger than I remember. And I felt like somebody was throwing snowballs at me. It, it hurt. Sand balls. It hurt. <laughs> like, it, for, for me, it felt like little needles were being thrown at yeah. me. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like. It was everywhere. And, like, everywhere, everywhere. everywhere I was looking, you two couldn't see. My no. glasses were protecting my eyes, but you two couldn't see. And I had glasses on. I was flabbergasted. <laughs> so I was like looking, but then nobody else was like moving. Everybody was just kind of like kind of protecting themselves. Yeah. Too. So I was like, okay, well, maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe it's going to blow through and we're fine. And then the rain said, wait a second. The clouds opened up. Watch this. It was bad. And then everybody literally was like grabbing shit and just yeah. ran off the beach. It's bad. <sighs> story though and then of course two minutes later it stopped yep and then we had to go find like hoodies because it was cold yep and shake the sand out of our hair yep which there was a lot of it of it yeah i think i'm still like feeling like a grain or so every now and then <laughs> on the back of my neck because i could i can't wash my hair yeah because i have i did havana twist on my hair so i couldn't wash it oh um, my gosh yeah that was that was really bad and then so on the ride home or home to the hotel fine <laughs> we leave again to go get lunch because we were like we'll just go and get lunch downtown where we're staying anyway and in miami they have like scooters and um scooters and little like well, little bikes. little bikes that you can like rent like that bird and lime scooters very whatever. fast we didn't get we got down the block from the hotel and it starts raining again <laughs> like clockwork <laughs> it was almost as if the lord was like oh they're outside yeah Hit the switch literally Hit the switch <laughs> literally so we run across the street to like and stand under the awning of this other i don't know if it was a hotel or a building or something and we wait there for five minutes by which time you had called a lift because yep. the, the we were going to pf chains and it was like half a mile away so we we're gonna ride scooters couldn't do that it was wet by the time the lift came, the rain had stopped. <laughs> yep. yep. And he's like, oh, it's right around the corner. We're like, yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> we Sir, know. thank you for this. We tried. We did. Yeah. But then the, the night was... What did we do that night? We went to the game. Oh, yeah. So we went to the Miami Heat game, and we were there for Wade's jersey retirement. Dwayne. Cool. I loved that man so much. He's great. Like him and Gats. As a child. But you I know, loved him. I think I love oh. Oh. No. I was gonna say I I didn't I didn't dislike him as a kid. I just was yeah. like, oh, it's Dwayne Wade. He's Yeah, yeah. Great. I have a lot more respect for him now. Yeah. And I think it's because of the influence Gabby has had on him. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. His like his little speech to her, I was like Yeah. <laughs> I'm so single. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
She was crying. I'm like, yeah. You lucky. I almost said it. Didn't we should have gone on the court for we the should've. during the ceremony and just stood in the corner. We should have. I don't. I didn't even think of that. I was just so like comfy in my seat, even yeah. though my seat was slightly moist. Oh yeah. Um, That's so crazy. That yeah. That but it was great. And then the game was a blowout by halftime. Like yeah, it was like eighty so. something to fifty something. Sorry, Cleveland. Yeah. Um. So we Got left it. after halftime after mm-hmm. the important stuff. Right. And scooted. <laughs> and we did. We finally we scooted <laughs> back from American Airlines to the hotel, and it was that was fun. It was very fun. Yeah, it was what like a two mile, yeah, two mile scoot. It was. The, I enjoyed it, it a lot fun. in the dark. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. I was talking to AK about this, and um, you know how you have to scan your license, like yeah. you have to take a picture of your license. There were a lot of kids on those scooters. Well, I didn't... Wait, real kids? Because I remember when we first got them, there were some kids trying to get on, yeah. but they couldn't. No, there were. There was this kid that went by us at one point, and I was like, how, <laughs> how old are you? Either how he's you older than he looks, or that maybe it takes non-driver's license. Maybe. Or something. Maybe you just like, have to have an ID of some sort. What the hell? I bet you have to have a license for, like... Like the mopeds. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because those are actually like, they have license plates. Yeah, on them. and the bike, I would think, because it's kind of like a little, a little motorcycle. I would think, but it's also still a mo- like kids ride, um, like what is it, BMX motocross? Yeah. So probably not. But I mean, this is so much property out there. But the, also those are written on the sidewalk, so I would understand why they mm-hmm. wouldn't. Which it probably shouldn't. It, should, be it probably on the shouldn't sidewalk. be written on. But I was still riding the sidewalk because I don't fucks with cars on the street. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But it probably should. It goes very fast. <laughs> that bike, yo. <laughs> so I'll, yo. Die. So the first yeah. thing we were there, me and her. Where are we going? It's oh, CBS. we were going to CVS <laughs> two blocks up the street. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the scooter. I love scooters. Um, the, the powered scooters. I just do. Um, yeah. And so I was like, let's take the scooters. And then that's when we saw the bikes, which I'd yeah. never seen before. So, bruh. I agree one of the bikes. You, had you ever been on one of those scooters before? No. No? Yeah. Mm-mm. With flip-flops. With flip-flops. Yo, first of all, my flip-flops off-rip were just, like, trying to set me up the whole trip. <laughs> like, most uncomfortable flip-flops. All they had to do was place themselves under my feet. But they didn't want to do that. <laughs> so, whatever. So I get on this bike, right? And no, you're on the scooter. No, I was on the bike. No, you're on the scooter. I took the bike. No, because remember we switched. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm on the bike, right? And my as we're going, my flip flop falls off. But the thing is, <laughs> the accelerator <laughs> is very uh very it's like sensitive. A, it's literally a throttle. Like all you have to do is yes. turn your hand, and it it goes. <laughs> yeah. So I stop, like fully stop the bike. And I go to put my flip-flop on, but not realize... So, luckily, I'm not sitting on the seat. (laughs) Not realizing that I did a little twist of the throttle here. And the bike flies into this garbage can that's right in front of me. So, Paulina's down yonder. I'm like, down the floor. (laughs) I hear it's like... And I'm like... So, I like swim on my brakes real quick. I almost like do like a little... like a. Like, you know, like, when people go really fast and then they hit the brakes and they do, like, the sideways. Yeah. Like, I did one of those. I was like, oh, shit. We're down again. 
<laughs> we haven't even started the trip yet. <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> She's like, did you just eat it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I dead ass okay. thought you were gone. It's <laughs> like, oh no, the trip is over. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, thank goodness I wasn't sitting on that. I could have been, I would have flipped over the garbage. Because I definitely thought you were in the street as well. And I'm like, I have to drag her body out of the street. <laughs> oh my gosh. Danielle wasn't there yeah. at the time. <laughs> So I blame the flip flops. Really, <laughs> I got rid of them. There. I mean, it says wear closed-toed shoes and a helmet. Though, who has helmets? Right? Who's just walking around with helmets? Twenty twenty. Come on now. Silly. But uh, that was fun though. I would. I do want to do the bike again, but they need to yeah. do something with that throttle. It's yeah. way too sensitive. At one time, at one moment, I was standing there with the bike, and you were doing something, and I get. I don't know. I guess I just hit it, and the yeah. bike almost went into you. I wasn't even like on. The bike. <laughs> Yo, my life flashed before my eyes. That I was like, oh, like, oh even more so before <laughs> with the, the flip flop thing. I was like, oh god, oh god. Oh. Like the bike, it should have a sense or something. Like if you're not sitting on it, yeah, then the throttle doesn't work or something. Cause but even like the was... the scooter, like you have to kind of start moving before. You yeah, the scooter you have to like goes. you have to pedal with your foot, right? With like actual manpower first. No, the bike. One twist Good of the throttle and you're out. <laughs> oh my gosh. But next time I wanna I wanna try the mopeds. But I wanna I I would need like an actual like training a session first. Alleyway. Yeah. An empty street. I and I that I'd need a helmet. Yeah. Oh one hundred. <laughs> like the fact that you can just download the app and go on those, it's cool, but at the same time I feel like it's dangerous. Yeah. And you have to ride those on the street. Yeah. You can't be on the sidewalk with those. Those are big. I'd be going so slow. Cars be honking at me. Yeah. Ma'am, why? Um, yeah. First time, sorry. <laughs> but I did learn something about myself um, on the trip. <laughs> I, clubs and bars and I are not compatible <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I gave it a the good old college try and failed miserably. Um, there was a lot going on. I just wasn't, I don't know if it was Miami or the music or a combination of both, but I just was not having it with both places that we went. Good. Yeah. So, I know I could have, I think what would have been fun is if like, we had gotten everyone together at like one of our spots. Yes. Seeing their spot, probably not theirs. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like kicking it at the house with drinks and games, music. 100%. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kickbacks are more me now. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. And then you have full control over everything. The atmosphere. Like nobody's gonna, unless, uh, I don't really know what people are into but nobody's gonna bump into you a thousand and one times there's space there's me there was so much space in our room oh yeah like our oh sweet yes in our suite we were bougie we so were much sweet. space for activities it um, was so great it would have been perfect but hey you know yeah i can't i can't hang with the children's no more it's just it's tis not for me i tried but it's not for me 
Like, I would, I, a lounge I could do. I'm also one where if I do go out somewhere, I want somewhere to sit in my yeah. corner where I can just be <laughs> with my peoples and I. That was my worst nightmare. That place. You know how I feel about we, we know. Oh, God. <laughs> talk I about it. literally Let's so... Talk about it. So where I don't still don't know where we were. What? I have no idea. Somewhere, somewhere in Miami Beach. Yeah, some somewhere around that area. We go to this place, and we're meeting up with peoples, and <laughs> we get in there. It's packed. I think like the music I was okay. The with. The music was fine. It was but a it nice was blend so, of shit. My thing was, why did they have the line? Like, in what capacity were they letting people in? <laughs> it was so packed. There was no space at all. It was just a like, whole bunch of sardines. From the door. Like, yeah, it was the, bad. You, you open the door and you hit someone because it was so right. packed. And I was like, what the freak? Which, we didn't pay to get in. Thank I would God. have understood if they were making a decent amount of money off of people coming in. But one, it well, was a guys. lot of females. Right, but they were letting females in all willy-nilly. And it was mostly females in there, I feel. I saw like... Other than the guys that we were with, one other group of guys, and then the the annoying one that came to you. Uh-huh. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> but, Ugh. so we get in there, right? And it's like, a whole bunch of sardines. And uh, then there's this wig. Getting Over cast yonder. around. Getting on people's heads. Like flying through the air from hand to hand. Uh, it looked so dirty. And like people were wearing them. Now, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it. <laughs> Y'all know the caliber of people we're talking about who are out here sharing wigs. Sounds about white. Sounds about white. I was literally <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why are there just random? There were like two or three of them. Why are there. I cursed. I think it's I think it's warranted in this situation because what I was disgusted <laughs> and I was genuinely terrified. Like my heart was doing a thing to the point where I was like, I need a drink <laughs> because I can't, I will not relax in this place with just this wig going around. That's how people get lice. Yo, if the, if any of those wigs had hit me, I would have I would have left. I would have I would have ran up. Like screamed, ran, and left right then and there, and then gone home, taking a shower, and even washed this hair. No oh, fuck. Get, why are there wigs flying through the uh uh-uh. the office the, the clubs <laughs> for free use? Yeah, no, I would have thrown up one hundred percent. Like if any like a strand would have touched me, I would have just. Yeah, I just feel like that. that's unsanitary. Like this is a, it is this is an establishment that not only serves alcohol, but they served food on the outside. Like there was like it was. It almost was like a um, like a, a taco spot. Yeah. Like the outside was a taco spot, kind of like a street food taco spot, and then you go through another door and it opens up to like a bar club yeah. type thing. <sighs> That's my uh, that place was my not, word, not my forte. Um, but a word of caution to all you men out there: should you approach. A woman in any kind of environment. Oh, goodness. And they are giving off clear vibes and just flat out telling you that they're not interested. That is not an invitation to continue further any conversation or even ask why. At all. 
that really just means go away. Literally, I was like, she's about to punch this dude. Go away. And if that's what happens, then that's what happens. Like, you hate to see it. So she mentioned this guy who tried to talk to me. So this guy, this kid, he couldn't have been more than like 24. Comes up. I'm literally, I'm already like not in, I have, I have my RBF going uh-huh. strong. Uh-huh. <laughs> going strong. Because I was like, I'm, I was over there already. And I'm just standing there. And he comes up. And what did he say? What did he say? Something about know, like why? Why are you just standing here? Or something. Like because of, because of stupid guys like you, bro. That's why. Get out of my face! I don't want to talk to you. And my face says that. And I literally said that. I said yep. I don't. I don't want to be mean. So I'm just trying to be nice about it. I'm not in the mood to talk to anyone right now. And I would really appreciate it if you went away. Yep. And then you came over and said it even, you had more of an attitude when you I, said it for me. <laughs> Literally, I was having a separate conversation and then I saw what was going down. I was like, hold on, stop talking. <laughs> and I dove into this conversation that had absolutely nothing to do with me, but no big deal. And I was just like, listen, bro, it's, a, it's not a thing. Like, you need to stop. Oh, man. He's- get the message still didn't get it this motherfucker sat down on the couch next to me yep and proceeded to ask well why is that (laughs) by that point i just got up and walked away (laughs) i just walked away i was like clearly there's nothing that any woman now can say that gets the point across because i literally told you no right you literally told him no and he still somehow got try well, harder out of me. Maybe that. if I ask more questions, I don't understand. This will work. And see, this is why women have gone to the extremes of being like, "Oh, I have a man," or yeah. "My brother's here," or yeah. "I'm gay," and none of Yo, those still work. There's this video of this guy, like he's this. this these two girls are in the car. This guy's at the window, and he's like trying to get this girl's number. And she says, no, I have a boyfriend. He kills people. And he goes, oh, I'm not trying to be him. Maybe I'm going to have to do that. Away. I'm like, damn, that's smart. I should start saying that. I'm going to be I'm gonna say, I'm gonna be like, I have a man, but he's in jail for killing a guy. For no, you can't say me. he's in jail. No, for killing like, someone for stepping to me. No, nah, But he's can't. about to get out on parole next week. Mm, okay. That's so, fine. yeah. But I just, like, literally, there's nothing we can say that'll get you guys to say no. Because even if we do say no, y'all get upset about it. And then we fear for our life. Like, I, you're not even that cute anyway, sir. uh, Then why was you talking to me a second ago? I was real cute two seconds ago. (laughs) Tried it. Now that I don't want you. Ugh. I just, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I refuse to can't. Also... Just, to, I love how this is not our topic, but <laughs> it was just so crazy. Before that, the message that I received, which guys one? be tripping, the the one about the um from uh Deladon. I don't recall. Uh, for the like when I get back from the event. Why am I blanking? I don't know. It was, pretty, <laughs> it was a pretty Let me crazy see. Up. message. But either way, so Oh I remember now. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my god, how did she forget that? <laughs> yeah. So 
I was thinking emojis, that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, guys, be tripping. I'm sorry. I received a message prior to our trip to Miami. And um, it was so out of pocket that I... There were no pockets. No, like, <laughs> literally not sure if pockets were invented. Nope. Mm-mm. And it was so, there were so <laughs> many issues with the message. Like, oh my God, an English teacher could break the shit down. And not a two-year-old. This doesn't correlate at all. <laughs> Does not compute. Guys but, just have no... No clue. They, they have... They, have, <laughs> no, they have the complex that it's like, I'm going to just shoot. I'm going to shoot and I'm going to shoot and I'm going to shoot. My shooting percentage is zero, but I'm going to shoot. Listen. Nah. No. How about make an assist? Go get a board. Play some defense. Then you can try to score. First of all. Be Dennis Rodman. Because you're not MJ. Listen, sometimes <laughs> the sport's not for you. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry. Maybe you're not good at any of those things. Put the shoes away. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. But I say all of that to say that guys be tripping. They really do. Yeah. For some reason, I still want one. Right. I don't know. It's got to be the whole, like, yin-yang. You can't have one without the other. Gosh. I watched, um, what's that movie? The Photograph with uh, Issa. Oh, with Issa. I didn't love it. I've heard mixed things, but I didn't love it. I'm not going to see it. Unless I like the soundtrack like or something. It was a good soundtrack. I can see how it'd be. A good... Yeah, Lisa be having some good soundtracks to her, yeah. her projects. Uh, her has a song on there. That is really Isn't good. she releasing some new? Yes, stuff? freaking finally! Damn, Daniel. Yeah. Gosh, playing for so long. Can't listen to the same album a thousand and one times. I mean, I could, but it's getting a little boring. The weekend's coming out with new music. Thank God, finally. Blinding lights is in my mind. 24-7. And he's going back to his old ways. None of this fucking pop shit. I just... Listen, I just need... Or at least not to the extent of, that it was. Yeah. Starboy, I think. But... Yeah. I, yeah. I just need a lot of albums to just release now so that I can listen to them while I'm at work. <laughs> I'd be multi- that, If I'm not listening to music, you know I'm not working. You know I'm listening to something where I sit. You have to. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't there today. Of course he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then Sunday in Miami was cool. We yeah. did. We go into the beach. We enjoyed we, the beach. We had a good time at the beach. Yes. Um. Uh, we chilled in the jacuzzi. We did. That was comfy. You got your things. I got my things. <laughs> Wish her, at I'm the end of the trip, you. <laughs> you got your things. Jesus, I got my things. That's what. That's the important part. I got my things. Not gonna elaborate. I just got my things, <laughs> and that's what matters. I got my things. I returned the thing. And I may have sneezed. All right. I don't know what you're referring to, but okay. The ball. All right, Franklin. Franklin. Good old Frankie. <sighs> um. And uh, yeah. Keep your receipts, y'all. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And then we came back on Monday. Yeah. So Monday was really nice. 
it was really nice here. I'm glad we got to ease back into the cold. Yeah. I was confused. I'm telling you. So I'm <laughs> on the plane and, you know, we're getting, we're just in flight. And the pilot says, yeah, on our uh, trip to, no, because we weren't even, that was what was weird about it. Because we weren't even landing. Oh. <laughs> it was just mid-freaking flight. It was weird. But he's like, yeah, flying into LaGuardia Airport, it's currently at 62 degrees. But I didn't hear, so luckily <laughs> I had people who were cool sitting next to me because I didn't hear the LaGuardia Airport. All I heard was flying 62 into 62 degrees. degrees. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm on the wrong plane. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going? Where am I going? <laughs> Turn around, please. Thank heck? you. And you know I take my drugs so I can knock out. So I oh, was yeah. a little drowsy getting on the flight. So I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I knew this would happen to me one day. Smoothie <laughs> on in. Why didn't you tell way? me? You scanned the thing before I go into the. D- oh gosh! But yeah, went to the right place. <laughs> it's very warm. Yeah, I even opened up my windows when I got home that day. Got some fresh air in. Oh my goodness! Really I took nice. the child for a walk that day. Good old Bainsfield weather, be Tudor the third. <sighs> Um, we're back here yeah living our best lives living our lives living it and uh i'm I'm moving where to miami oh yeah learn how to ride a moped while you're there so when i come down you can show me and i can ride it yeah cool i'm just gonna move and then worry about finding a job cool i mean i mean hey people do it with la and new york all the time exactly it's fine it's a lot of homeless people it's cool yeah Um, so shall we get into our topic for the day? Indeed we shall. A little bit of nasty. Um, so in honor of Black History Month, um, well, do it. The month wrapping up. Yeah. We are going to examine our blackity black ass identities. Yes. And this was inspired by a book that I just finished reading called, called, Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, written by Beverly Daniel Tatum, PhD. Let's give her her things. She earned them. Not Jason Tatum's mom. Not related to Jason. Though she is light-skinned. Not related to Jason. Different people. Yes. Um, and so this book, it basically examines, like, the psychology of, like, how or why, like, kids of color, usually black kids, Mm -hmm. um, navigate life in... Basically, white-ass America um, through means of, like, self-segregation, quote-unquote, interrogation, colorism, etc., etc., etc. So, just figured we could chat about our experiences um, through that. I'll kind of guide the way mm-hmm. from the book that I read. Um, but so there's this theory called racial identity development, and there's five stages. Cinco. Five. Um, first stage is pre-encounter. Second is encounter. Third is immersion, immersion or immersion. Fourth is internalization, and then the fifth is internalization commitment. Um, so oh, kind of take us through all it. of those. Let's do it. Yeah. So the first stage, pre-encounter, um, is about black children. Basically how black children absorb the beliefs and values of white culture 
because growing up we're made to believe that anything associated with whiteness is the better option quote unquote um and that is kind of in the i guess the pre-adolescent stage so around like 10 11 12 or whatever um so i mean did you kind of feel this impact as a kid at all you think because um, i mean we both come from like very urban backgrounds i feel mm-hmm. like you growing up in the bronx mm-hmm. um um I feel like I have to say yes based on the school that I went to like at that time I was in a Catholic middle school Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. but most of my classmates were black or Hispanic so (laughs) I also had to really think back like what what were they teaching us really (laughs) well this is where like i think this is where with the pre-encounter stage i feel like we are most subjected to whiteness quote unquote because the stuff that we're consuming whether it be in school or like our people we're our peers or even just like tv whatever is being forced on us we don't really have much choice or like autonomy as far as the type of stuff we're engaging ourselves in, you know? Yeah, but I'm like thinking about it because I'm like, most of the people around me were black and I'm watching shows like Keenan and Kel <laughs> and things like that. So I'm like, I have to really think about my childhood because I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I really don't know. Because like for me, like, my my middle school situation was similar to yours at least about half of it like i went to i went to a catholic school but it was in the hood Uh. so like all this we had token white kids Mm. but like all of our teachers were white Mm -hmm. and like the kids in my neighborhood were black but i still felt a lot of the influence of white culture like in tv i watch or like the stuff that like it's just shown to me yeah like though the people in my neighborhood were people of color if i go to the store or something the people are white like the people who work there are white that was my experience like i always i remember i always wanted really long hair because i had like short i had really short hair yeah and i associated that with being white so as a kid i always wanted Mm. to be white or have lighter toned skin and for me i kind of like kind of lashed out at like people like my my best friend jazz um she she's black 100 percent, but she has very like um what like feathery hair like her hair is very like it's it was always long it had a curl to it but for most of it was like kind of straight Uh and very light and so like i would I feel really bad about it now. Sorry, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. But I used to call her, I used to like, like if I play in her hair or whatever, be like, oh, you got white girl hair or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like looking back on it now, I'm like, that was really rude and sensitive, especially knowing now that as an adult, black people come in all shades, all hair types, all skin colors, all yeah. eye colors, things like that. But that was just my way of dealing with the fact that I did not associate with anything that was quote unquote desired by the media yeah. as a kid. 
I had the same, like, the same perspective. That's good, at though. That age. Yeah, 100%. Because I, I just feel like most of the people I were, was around and, like, most of the things I was watching was very, well, cartoonish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or it was, like, like I said, Keenan and Kel or Cousin Skeeter and shit like that. Right. So, I, yeah. I don't think I had, which, okay, it, yes, it is good, but also you already were clued into the way that things were, I guess. Yeah. And I wasn't. Like, I That's don't true. think it fully hit me until maybe like sixth, seventh grade. Not even. Maybe like seventh, eighth. Of like what was actually going on, right? <laughs> but I think, and now now that you mention it, I think like the stuff you were watching, I think that might have been the difference. I didn't like you were watching Keenan and Kel and like those, which were on cable. I didn't have cable growing up, so I always watched network television. Yeah, which yeah. was like fucking, uh, like Seventh Heaven or Seventh basically Heaven. all the white shows. Yeah, like those yeah. those were the shows I was watching. So I didn't really have a lot of black TV. You know, there was this show, so random, but, like, there was a show about this, um, Touched by an Angel. Have you seen that? Watched it as a kid, Ooh. yeah. Oh, that was, was my show. Del Reese, was that her name? Yeah. I don't think I'm saying it right. I don't, I don't know. All of it, but, yeah. That was my show. Yeah. Nobody's telling me nothing about that. was my aunt's favorite show. Mm. She loved that show. But, yeah, like, those were the type of shows I was watching. Love that show. So, I... Felt very heavily influenced. Yeah. With that. Um, excuse me. This wine. <laughs> um, but so then that kind of takes us to the encounter stage, which are events or one event that happens to a child that forces them to acknowledge race differences or issues. And that can vary in age, which is usually kind of like in your prime adolescence. So like those late middle school years yeah um but you like you said like you didn't realize have that realization to like what sixth seventh grade Mm -hmm. what happened well you see what happened was (laughs) my like i said my Mm -hmm. class had a lot of uh black and hispanic kids but a handful Sprinkles kids. Little sprinkles. (laughs) Because the way my class was set up was already an issue. Like, but I, it started with gender first and then race. That's interesting. Because my teacher tried it. (laughs) Tried it. So my classes were normally like 18 boys, seven girls. Oh, wow. Ours was the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we dominated. And the guys in our class were dumb as fuck. Never. <laughs> never. No, we... It got to the point where we were like, please let some girls transfer. Yeah, that's so weird, because usually that's not the case. Mad boys wow. in my class. Like, there was one time, it was 16 boys, 6 girls. Wow. It was ridiculous. But, whatever. <laughs> So the whole gender and sex thing, we had, you know, everyone has PE, right. whatever. Our teacher pulls the girls to the side 
and she's like, hey, I got you guys something. And we're like, oh, okay, we know, because we'd be better than the boys, because the girls were well. better than the boys. <laughs> like, in every way. <laughs> so we're like, oh, shit, great. We look in it, it's like a bag full of, like, deodorants and soaps. Mm. And she's like, yeah, you know, because... You guys are, you know, with B and everything. It's Puberty crazy. and whatnot. Yeah. But then I'm sitting here like, man, these boys smell like <laughs> the devil. <laughs> but you're giving us this. Okay. And then I would have understood if she was giving us, like, pads or right. tampons. None of that. Deodorant. In my mind, I'm like, bitch, we know what the fuck deodorant is. Like, <laughs> come on. But whatever neither here nor there so then so then it got to the point where i was pretty good at math you are pretty good at math <sighs> thank you whenever we go out to eat i can't do i can't do mental <laughs> math at all so i basically just let her handle the bill and how it, <laughs> how it gets split <laughs> i'm like thank you for the one check amber <laughs> you got it just tell me how much Give i have <laughs> how much do i have <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was pretty good at math, and there were, again, the, the sprinkle of white kids in my class, and they would always get, like, the praise of doing their work well. And got to the point where I was just like, okay. <laughs> Calm your ass I down, hear Sally. You. Yeah, I was like, I hear <laughs> you, but let's, let's not compare grades here, because I know my shit is on point. Right. <laughs> Pandas. <laughs> like... <laughs> Come Please on. excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Come on. Don't, Shut don't up, come Sally. over here with this. <laughs> Not gonna tell me parentheses. <laughs> so we get like our principal was also kind of iffy. So she comes in to the class, because my class was really terrible to our teacher. Not saying she deserved it, but she wasn't the best teacher. Whatever. Okay. So we were like to the point where we made we made her cry. Once. I've done that before. I hate to see it. Come on, you're. Sometimes whatever. you deserve it, like right. You she again. She tried me several times. I'm sorry, but like I don't know what you want me to do. Anyways, so the principal comes in and she's like, you know, these people are excelling in these classes and da da da. Going off, stroking them. By these people, she meant. Yes. Okay, the whites. The white people in the class, and I'm like, damn, what are their fucking grades? Like, <laughs> report cards come out. Why is my grade higher than all of theirs? Mm-hmm. But you didn't say nothing about me. Right. I'm confusion. Because it says honor roll. But I'm going to let you have it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. And then I, I had to have that conversation with the friend who was like, well, see, the thing is, normally you would be the minority and um, it wouldn't even be an issue. You would know that right. this is what's happening. Right. But we had to have that conversation. I'm like, well, that's not fair. I'm smarter than them. Which I... So your, like, I guess first encounter experience with whiteness was, I guess, how it is, how it still is to this day. And this book was written in 97. But as we can see now, the same principles still apply. Niggas not getting credit for yep. the shit that they do. Yep. And nothing has changed. Nope. 
I just want to point out, like, <laughs> I will never let this go because it really grinded my Nor ears. Nor should you. And, no, this is like a, it's a, so, again, math, my thing. <laughs> Eighth grade, graduation, we get, you know, awards for specific subjects. Why did this kid get the math award? But I was helping him <laughs> in math. Because he's white. He wasn't. Oh, well then I don't know. He was the teacher's son's friend. There That's you go. Friend. Nepotism. Oh, gosh. Nepotism. Okay, I'm done. Still at play pissed. today. Pissed. Still at play today. Now that I have witnesses that know, like, this bitch knows math. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Well, it's not okay, but. The war should have been mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think my first encounter experience had to have been at least with whites was when I was in the seventh grade and the school that I was going to at the time closed. I was going into seventh grade. They closed. So I transferred schools from the Catholic school in the hood with all the niggas to a Catholic school in a suburb mm. with the whites. And that was the first time I had been like, in a in in like daily situations where I was the minority for yeah. extended, you know, hours of the day. Right. And I remember I distinctly remember walking in my class that first day. And I like I didn't know I honestly didn't know like what the dynamic would be, but I was thirteen. No, I was twelve. Twelve, thirteen. Yeah, I was twelve. So I wasn't really thinking about like race and whatnot. Right. It wasn't until I walked in and saw one black girl and two mixed girls, which I found out later were mixed, that I was like, oh, this is different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was weird. Yikes. And then I had my first encounter with like, with mixed peers, maybe like a year prior to that. Because one of my basketball teammates, she was mixed. And her, like, she was black and white. Her mom was white. Her dad was black, but we never saw her dad. Mm. I don't think her dad was, like, around. And so I just remember one time we were at practice or something. We were the first time she was, she was there. And her mom came to pick her up. And I was like, because she, she presented black. Uh -huh. She definitely presented black. And I was like, who is this woman that keeps picking you up? I didn't say that to her face. Yeah. But eventually my mom or somebody clued me into the fact that that was her mom. And I was like, that's weird. But okay. Like, I just didn't get what was going yeah. on. And it wasn't until I went to middle school to seventh grade with those mixed girls that I realized that, oh, this is a thing. All right. And it was a constant then too. White mom, black dad. Just a conversation for another day, <laughs> but we'll talk about yep. that. Then. <laughs> and I was yes. like, "Oh, okay. This is what mm -hmm. it's like to be a minority for eight plus hours of the day." Because mm -hmm. then I would go home and be amongst my Negro family and my Negro basketball team with our token white girl and our mixed girl. Yep, and whatnot. See, and that's the thing. I didn't start playing until sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And I was the only black girl the first year. I That's like, so oh. weird to me because when I hear Bronx, I think nigga. Yeah, well, the thing is, I didn't go to school 
I went to school like on City Island, which was that means nothing to me. All. Oh all no, that's the, that's the seafood spot. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. All white people on City Island, like you Makes gotta sense. travel to get to it. Is that so. close to you? I mean, it's not far. It's maybe like fifteen minutes. No Did traffic. you take the bus to school? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because I had a I had an issue, and well, it wasn't me, but in eighth grade, there were again my teacher. Her son was in my class. So the one who got the math award. Or no, that his was his friend. You. Okay. Stupid. <laughs> so but again his friend was part of the <laughs> who, we'll go there we'll who, go there oh boy you get tested again so like it was a random school day principal comes in she's like we're gonna let you guys go early just make sure you go right to the bus mm. and go home yeah and we're like it's lit <laughs> we, <laughs> we out we'll <laughs> be here anyway <laughs> so we're walking out and I'm walking with this girl Kimberly she's like Asian. Walk into the bus and literally it's me and her on the front and the rest of the class behind us. And we see this guy. Black guy. And immediately I turned to her, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> because you did not if you they were not from our school, because there was only one other school on um the island, mm-hmm. all white kids. Like literally no yeah. black kids went to that school. So if you're seeing someone in that area, because it wasn't near the restaurants, so by the school, you're like, all right, we're gone. <laughs> Hold on. Who's this? He's lost. Who checked his ID? Like, <laughs> who is this man? So I immediately was like, what's happening? He walks by us from the back of the group. All we hear is, run! And what? the whole class sprints past us. And we're like, what? the hell is, is happening these guys got into some some trouble and the these uh negro fellows so it was more than one yeah only one, was one it was I, that i saw oh. like they walked in different directions ah to circle us i didn't know this but you were on the bus no we were walking to the oh, bus oh you said okay no no we were walking to the bus so Everyone's like running separate ways, whatever. And I'm looking like, wait a second. (laughs) What am I supposed to do? Because one, I'm not running. I have the school skirt on. I was very like, listen, we are not in the ghetto right now. (laughs) I'm not running nowhere. So this guy, they grab one of my classmates, throw him on the ground. They're like punching him. They're like, where are these kids? I'm saying they're like, where are they? Because they were in class. So they were looking for some kid. Yeah. From your school. Yes. In my class. And the teacher has, like, drive, literally drives by with the kids in her car. Doesn't stop, just goes on by. As they're punching. The kids that they were looking for. Yeah. As they're punching one of the kids, one of my classmates. Like, sir, what the fuck? Does that make sense? What's going on? But, so, they're asking where they are. We're like, we don't know. Like, I don't fucking know go to the bus stop, they get on the bus with us, as if nothing happened. So we're just driving the bus, auto? It was like a, no, it was like city bus. Oh, I'm thinking school bus. No, 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 it was like city bus. Oh, okay. So we're like, what the hell? And it was so funny to me because 
all of the white kids who were on the bus were like panicked. Yeah. And the rest of us are like, uh, so where y'all from? Like, <laughs> like, what's going on? I mean, they even, got places to be too. <laughs> right. Even the kid who was getting punched is talking to the guy who punched him. <laughs> it was so funny yeah, to me. You got me kind of hard over here. Legit. That was literally the conversation <laughs> until somebody who saw what was going on got on the bus and was like, these kids can't be on the bus with them. And they like dragged him off the bus. Oh, wow. Then everyone who was white took a deep breath and was like, oh my God, that was so crazy. And I'm like, it really wasn't <laughs> was that crazy, but okay. Okay. I hear you. Mm. But it's like so funny that certain things, it's like you, all the black kids are just like, all right, bro, it's not that serious. It's because, and then I think it's because, you know, even, I mean, you know, the black experience for everyone is different. Yeah. But at the same time, we've all had to come through go through certain terrors and just hardships mm-hmm. that a lot of white people can't even fathom, you know, relate to. So yeah. that's that's why they call the manager anytime they don't get their way because they have no idea how to handle <sighs> anything at all. We just toe-touched. We did. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my swollen foot, too. So. Oh, goodness. I broke it. It didn't hurt. Now she's a broken my, toe. My, my foot, my whole foot is swollen, but my it's just my ankle that hurts. It's weird. It's ra- what wrap do you have on it? I have one of those, one of the, I don't know, one of the sticky ones, and then I just have this over it. Okay. I was going to go to Target today, or Walmart, on my way to work, but then I couldn't drive so yeah gotcha yeah um yeah and you know also know it's funny well not funny but as far as the encounter phase is concerned i didn't experience like um like the latino culture until my adulthood oh literally i don't think i was really immersed in it till i moved to jersey Hmm. because there's such a latin presence here yeah um and i remember it was when I first came up here with my aunt to look at apartments in 2015. And we, I don't remember, we needed something. So we went to the Walmart that's by work mm-hmm. and we walked in and there were so many like Latino families and like kids running around. And I'm like, everybody speaking, you know, like none, none of the employees in Walmarts speak English as their first language. So, yes, please finish that. Sorry, I didn't realize that that was... <laughs> None of them speak English. And I'm like, where are we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because and we're going through, like, Union City and West New York and, like, all these places trying to find an apartment. And there are all these, like, bodegas and, like, shops <laughs> that have... that The signs are all in Spanish. And I'm like, where That's are we? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And even now, like, my gym... Like literally, <laughs> there there's token black people at my gym, and not even as far as whites are concerned. Like when we hoop, it's me, this other kid named Antoine. I'm sorry, what? His name is what? Antoine Noti. Um. So does he say like Antoine? <laughs> because... No, he doesn't. <laughs> and it's funny because he looks like Kyle Lowry. <laughs> <sighs> First of all, that's so dis- that's disrespectful. They all sorry. That is crazy. He does look like. Paul I Larry. thought that was a nickname. No, his name is Anwan. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I think it's just literally us two are the like consistent black blacks who go. Uh huh. 
there's maybe like three or four whites. The rest are some kind of Puerto Rican, Dominican. There's a squad of Dominicans who roll in together right around 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Oh. And right around that time, I was like, all right, I'm done. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not that skilled. I'm not, I'm not trying to get hurt. Mm-hmm. But really like, oh, the Dominicans are here. Like literally, there's so many. And I just was like, it's to the point where they'll be like, Playing, we'll be playing and they'll be speaking to each other in Spanish and I'm like, wait. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we gotta do we gotta we gotta find a common ground here. Spanglish or nothing, because you're not about to be, you're not about to be game planning against me and I don't even know what you're saying. Um so yeah, my first encounter with Latin culture wasn't until I was twenty-four. Wow. It's weird. Now that's not to say I didn't know like Latin people like in college yeah. or whatever. But to this degree, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Which is weird because there is a Latin population in Kansas City. Like my little cousin, her high school is predominantly Black and Latino. Oh. So I don't know where they were at between the ages of between the years of nineteen ninety one and two thousand eight. They didn't encounter me a lot. <laughs> um. So moving on to the next phase, which is immersion or immersion, which is a strong desire to surround oneself with symbols, people, and the culture of their racial identity. And that tends to happen in the early adulthood, like late high school to college years. Um, Early high school for me. Yeah. My high school. (laughs) There you go being advanced again. (laughs) It's because the high school. First off, yeah, it's working, working. But you did went to like Booker T High or some Martin Luther King, <laughs> some like Negro no Eastside High. No, I wish. <laughs> Yo, I walked in and girl, so went to all girls school and mm-hmm. girls had backpacks, but like their purses were their backpack, and I was like, what's going on? These are black girls. No, no. These are white girls? White girls. A lot of white girls. So it was a big switch from middle school. So I'm like, what the freak is going on? So, so like mean girls. Huh? Mean girls. I don't think they carried backpacks. They had purses. Yeah. It, minus the mean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, so, you know, the first day, you go in, you get your schedule, you have to, you know, do the tour and all that shit. Pictures, yeah. ID, whatnot. Exactly. Literally, the way that because we set up in the cafeteria, the way the cafeteria looked, it was bananas. Because it was like all the black girls were on this side of the room, then you have the Hispanic girls over here. It was so y'all were sitting with each other in the cafeteria. Yeah, literally, (laughs) we're sitting with each other in the cafeteria. It was very um, mean girl esque with the divide. Yeah, so that started early high school, but. Going later into high school was when we all kind of, like, not, I mean, not even later. We had a situation in um, our sophomore year. Um, This girl basically was claiming that she was getting bullied, but by different groups, like, people in different groups. Yeah. And, um, so we were reading The Crucible. Was it? Oh, I vaguely remember that, but I don't remember what it's about. Was it The Crucible? No, I gotta think. I remember we read it, but I don't remember what it was about. 
Either way. So <laughs> we were like, yo, this, is, well, Crucible was like the last book we read. It was like, these are like the witch trials. Like, this girl's crazy. Because <laughs> she's, she's going nuts. People got expelled. And that's when all of the groups were like, all right, we got to. You gotta mix together here because ah, she's doing Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of early high school when we went through that, like, whole stage of, hold on a second, to then it being like, all right, you, you cool, you cool. We, we just not trying to get expelled today. <laughs> so. Mine's was the complete opposite. Not only was mine's late high school, that was when I started realizing I don't really want to be not friends with but like yeah. okay because see okay a little background <laughs> so and i guess this is why in my pre-encounter stage i was so one of the reasons i was more exposed to white culture among i'm as mentioned before i'm jamaican and amongst a lot of caribbean households traditional Caribbean like elders quote unquote believe that white or black Americans are not worthy of being like friends with or or you shouldn't socialize with them you should socialize with the whites because they can't you know they came here to make a better life for themselves and the only way to do that is to get in with the whites and whatever yeah not that my mom was against me having black friends but she was always very more cautious whenever I'd want to do anything with my black friends than if I wanted to do something with my white friends. Right. Yeah. So in high school, at least initially, I gravitated more towards the white friends I made. And that was also because my literally my high school was up the hill from my middle school that I transferred to. So everybody, most of the kids that I went to seventh and eighth grade with, I went to high school with as yeah. well. Um and then plus extra around the city. So, I very much hung out with the white kids, my like freshman, sophomore, part of junior year of high school. And then, I don't know what happened, but I just kind of started, like, I literally sat with the white kids at, at cafeteria, mm-hmm. in the cafeteria for lunch. And then right around junior year, for some reason, I started hanging out more with the black kids and sitting with them more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even, again, I don't even remember why that happened. It just did. And I felt way more comfortable yeah. with my Negroes than I did <laughs> with the whites. Yeah. But I guess I just didn't realize how uncomfortable I was with the whites then I until, until I went yeah. with my people. Um so I guess it happened pretty late for me. And then of course when I went to college, by that point, you know, I went to a big college, I went to Kansas. It's, 30 some odd, 30 some thousand kids. Yeah. Obviously, living in a dorm, you're going to be a minority. Mm-hmm. But I made black friends very quickly there. Yep. Um, and kind of stayed within my same group of Negroes, joined BSU, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It didn't really, I mean, I think the only white friends I had in college were two roommates I ended up, I had at different points. My freshman year roommate and my senior year roommate. In and out. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, so it's kind of weird. I, I, like, it was like a complete 180. Yeah. At some point. Not to say 
that I don't like white people. <laughs> you just connect. I get along her. with white people fine. I just like my niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah. Oh. Even to this day, my mom is like, like for like I have a friend who lives in Taiwan. A white my white one of my white friends from high school. Mm-hmm. I'm still cool with. She lives in Taiwan now. Wow. Um, I gotta pray for her with the corona and everything mm-hmm. going on. But uh, like my mom will still ask about her like occasionally when I'm on the phone. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, she's like, hey, how's Megan? I'm like, you know, I haven't talked to her in a few months. I need to tear her up. <laughs> and like Jasmine, for instance, she loves jazz. Like we're family, but like she doesn't. Like she'll ask, like, hey, have you talked to Jazz lately? Mm-hmm. That's not the same. It's not. It's not the same. But maybe that's because she is like family, so it's like, oh, curse you. I don't know. Yeah. But there is a difference. Yeah. I'm really like thinking about this. Cause my college, I mean, I did school weird. So <laughs> you, I don't, I don't yeah, know if it's the same. You were you were in and out. In and out. Like started early. Was like. I'm out. That's the buzzer. I hate this. Gotta go. But before I, you know, when you first get accepted, then you go through the whole like Facebook thing, and it's like, Let me oh, go like your roommate the... and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> I did that with my freshman year roommate. Like, who is this girl, Alex, that I'm about to be living with? But even before that, <laughs> it was like you get accepted, then you do like the overnight thing. Oh, we didn't do that. Oh, so. Oh, but you were recruited for basketball, right? Yeah. So you, yeah, as a no, student athlete. The whole right? school, like all of the oh. freshmen. Yeah. It's That's like weird. a whole weekend in the summer. You come, they do two sessions. You go in, you do like an overnight, you get a random ass roommate and do your orientation like that. So it was like a pre orientation. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. And um, <laughs> before that happened, I get a friend request on Facebook, and it's my girl Mo. It <laughs> <laughs> was good, <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, like, oh, I see you're going to WeLock. Like, I saw you in the group, um, Facebook thing, whatever." I was like, "Yeah, that's all awesome, whatever." So she goes, "Yeah, I did." She went to the first session. I was going to the second. She's like, "I went, and I think my roommate is going to the second one." So if you meet her, ah. let me know. I was like, I got you. I'll look out for her. Because she was like, she has to be black. <laughs> like, she has to. Because her name is not. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So. It's creative. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I got you. I'm going to look out. Get there. First girl I meet. We're in the same, like, group. And I'm like, this girl's mad funny. We almost got hit by a train together. Like, That's, at that point, we were I mean, best you friends. can't bond over that. Yeah. That, <laughs> shit, what are we doing? <laughs> so at this point, we're like best friends. And I'm like, yo, what is your name? So she's like, oh, my name's Shanika. I was like, you're Mo's roommate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. That's what we're going we to be friends. I see it. So immediately, it was like, locked in, got the group, solid three. Mm-hmm. My roommate was a girl on the basketball team, but we met before orientation and everything because we did, like, the visit with the team. So we kind of hit it off and everything, and we were talking in between. So we were like, let's just room together. We know we get along, so 
my like friend Shannon. Hi Shannon. <laughs> She's getting married this summer, so excited. For Congratulations, Shannon. <laughs> oh, is that the wedding you're in? Yeah. Congratulations. I think your dresses are awesome. <laughs> BT dubs. I've seen pictures. <laughs> y'all do y'all think. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, this is gonna be fine. And I was like, should I go get along with everyone? It's just not gonna be nothing. <laughs> but most of again, basketball team. Only black girl. <laughs> so <I'm> like, <laughs> I'm gonna need you to talk to my little cousin then, because she's gonna be playing volleyball next year in college, mm-hmm. and she's the only black girl. Oh, so I'm gonna need y'all to talk. Listen, so and she plays in. a predominantly white sport. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, take that and run with it. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are like, "Damn, that sucks," but like, no, it doesn't. It's great. It's amazing because one better than all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I just am naturally I, better. Hello. I does this. I struggle to do this. Because <laughs> outside, y'all had the indoor course. And had that too. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, we, we'll talk. We will talk <laughs> yeah. about that. But, yeah, so I'm like, damn. Now, because I, I went to school early mm-hmm. for this program, whatever, and all of my teammates were there. For well, the freshmen. I'm like, damn. Now I gotta mix groups because I can't just be with one group and then mm-hmm. be with the other. And then I hung out with them more, and I was like, ain't no way in hell I'm mixing groups. <laughs> Shannon's fine. The rest of them ain't no way. Wild. Yeah. Out of pocket. Wow. One yeah. girl moved in with alcohol, and I was like. We are underage. But was crying because she was gonna be homesick. I'm like, I thought you were different. No, okay. <laughs> like, where are your parents? <laughs> oh, we can't speak to this. We gotta get a white guest on to speak yeah. to these, these yeah. tendencies. Cause, yeah. Because we usually there was a girl on my high school basketball team who like super cool. What's up, Jackie? Love you. But like, <laughs> I remember she had a slumber party basketball team mm-hmm. we go over there her parents are upstairs and she like comes down and she's like i i had i had was not i didn't drink it this i didn't drink it until i got to college because mm-hmm. i knew basketball if i got caught that was yep. the end and i was not about to die at my mother's hand yep so i was like she came back down and she had i don't remember if it was beer or some kind of oh no what were those things that were like sour uh they were like it was like sour something, but it was alcohol. They were almost, it was almost like the jello shot before it turns to jello. It was something like that. Yeah. But it wasn't meant to be a jello shot. I remember what it was. And she had it, and I'm like, Your parents right. are upstairs. She's like, Oh no, it's cool. They said it's fine. I'm like, Who said? You talk to my mama? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm not. No. Mm-hmm. No, I did take like one little sh- tiny taste just to see what it tastes like. I didn't like it, so I was like, I'm good. Uh right but i'm like why is this okay because Mm -mm. my mom would literally murder me yeah 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 we want to have a guest on break that one down for me (laughs) and i feel uh, like we've all been through that at least once and it's like (laughs) it's like the side yeah the side Oh my God. <laughs> I don't remember if Jasmine was there, but this other girl on the team, Patrice, was there. She was black. And we looked at each other like, <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing it? <laughs> what 
the hell? Are you doing this? See, I never had that. <laughs> Always the like there was, was just literally you. <laughs> me and this other girl that would occasionally be on the team with me. Mm. And like in middle school though. Because it would she was a year under. So mm. it would be like the fifth and sixth graders right. on the same team, seventh and eighth. So once it hit that little gap year, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> You're side eyeing yourself in the mirror. No, actually though, like <laughs> Full on episode of The Office. <laughs> like, where is my reflection? Right. <laughs> is the camera over here? <laughs> but yeah, it. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. So moving on. Um, the fourth stage, fourth and fifth, are pretty much the same. Um, fourth one is internalization. Just a sense of security about one's racial identity. Um, and they're like able to establish meaningful relationships across racial boundaries. Um, so that's basically adulthood. Mm-hmm. But then internalization commitment is similar to that, except the person is now willing to take action to express their commitment to their group. So I guess there's, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. So, like, we already talked about when we kind of began to appreciate our blackness, but I guess, when did you begin to feel, like, secure in your blackness, I guess? Uh, That also happened in college. Maybe, like, I want to say maybe, like, sophomore year. I never had time to join clubs. You know, I keep forgetting that I was only there for sophomore year. Yeah, I keep forgetting you're only, you graduated at 20, so everything that you... It makes yes, sense that you did everything early yeah, because yeah, yeah it okay. all it all happened. Early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I think my sophomore. How does that work? I never understand. I don't how know to tell how it works people. for you. <laughs> well, because technically, okay, I technically graduated my junior year, so I'm like, do I tell people that the junior year was a senior year or like? If I were you, <sighs> since you were only there for two years, I would split each year into semesters for you. So, like, your freshman year is, like, your first semester. Mm. Sophomore, second mm-hmm. semester, junior year, third semester. That's how, Yeah. I guess, if I was in your shoes looking at it. That's how I look at it when you talk to me. Okay, well, <laughs> second semester. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I never really had time for clubs and everything, but I would still go to events, like, if I didn't have class or I didn't have practice. So, mm-hmm. I would always be at, like, the uh, BSU events. And my school had a lot going on. Like, there were just some crazy teachers and just... Oh, a lot in oh a bad my. way. In a bad way, yeah, oh, okay. 100%. So we had, like, the um, the stand-ins in different classrooms, like, for these asshole teachers, and just, like, a lot. <laughs> we did a lot. A lot of protests. Mm. And I think that was... Just because there was so much going on, that was, like, okay, all of this is based on race and how we aren't being treated the right way and Mm -hmm. seeing everyone really like come together from different grades and like yeah (laughs) so i'm like oh we solid (laughs) we good we good and i think that was kind of what made me feel like nice we should have ended on yours yours is a positive experience with your security oh (laughs) mine's was not per se negative, oh, God. <laughs> but it came from, I guess, a negative outlook. Mm. So I really became secure in my blackness 
when I moved to Connecticut and realized there ain't no niggas out here. <laughs> like Connecticut yep. is very whitewashed unless you go to like Bridgeport or Hartford. Yeah. That's it. And Bridgeport is <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> um, I went to the University of Bridgeport. I was like, ain't no way. Mm-mm. 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 Patricia went there. Did she? Freshman year. One of the guys I worked with at my first job was from there. Good old Marv. Marv. Yes, Marv. He, he was... <laughs> like, all the all the black people I knew in Connecticut, which were very few, were people who worked where I worked. Mm. Because if you... That's, like, the only place in Connecticut worth working. <laughs> um, you want to work at a gas station? I mean... Or an AU turn. Like, <laughs> like, I guess. Or Yukon. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, the the lack of made me appreciate, especially during that time, like, that's when I first started locking my hair, uh-huh. and so I was like, okay, you're coming into my blackness now, uh-huh. um, and I guess, yeah, just not having, I went from being on a campus where I had my group uh-huh. and was comfortable to being in Connecticut in a whole region of the country by myself that I had never experienced before without anyone to kind of go through the ring of fire with me. Right. And, like, I tried to... I did... I was cool with, like, my white coworkers. Um, but it, we just... It didn't... We didn't click the same. Like, there was one weekend where we went to... A few of us went to New Haven. Because... Um, for those of you who don't know, New Haven is where Yale is, so it's like a college town. It's kind of like Hoboken. And I don't remember why I agreed to this, because it was with a girl that I worked with, but she was she was very, she was doing she did a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot, like the most. <laughs> um, okay. I'll tell you about it after this. Okay. <laughs> And it was her and, like, one of her friends and another one of their friends that I hadn't met until that trip, so I don't even know why I went. And we stayed overnight there mm-hmm. in, like, a hotel. I don't know if it's a hotel room or somebody's... I, honestly, I think I blocked it, blocked it out of my memory until just this moment because it was so bad. And, like, I'm... I could just... I just wasn't... I'm in the back of the car on the ride, and I'm like, I don't feel right about this. It just doesn't feel genuine. I feel like yeah. I'm forcing it, trying to make friendships. And they didn't last. Yeah. And not necessarily because they were white, but we just didn't connect. Right. On any kind of level. Um, and then you have the two black guys in my department who I was cool with. And it's like the side eye thing. Like, we, mm-hmm. there were moments where we just look at each other like, mm-hmm. nah. <laughs> nah, fam, you good? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was really when I started really becoming secure with my blackness. And then I eventually moved to Jersey where there's a heavy black population, especially being so close to New York and Brooklyn. I love going to Brooklyn. Like if I didn't work in Jersey, if I worked in Manhattan, I would live in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind working in Brooklyn just because of the community. Yeah. Brooklyn's really nice. Yeah. Not gentrified Brooklyn though. No. But not nigga Brooklyn either. There's a happy meeting. Yeah, nice <laughs> in between. <laughs> I have a car. <laughs> the nice brunch spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but the side eye doesn't die. Yeah. 
Um, but also when I was kind of preparing for the podcast, I kind of realized that along with internalization and kind of, I guess, embracing the security about one's racial identity, there is kind of like, there's been like a downside to this where you often see a multi-racial relationships. A lot of the people who are the minority in that relationship aren't secure in their blackness and date outside of their race because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say that it's one primary group, but as a black woman, you tend to see it more from a certain side. <laughs> yep. I'm sure there are black women out there who feel the same and way. I'm sure we'll have an episode about it. <laughs> I would love to have an episode about it. Um, but that's just coming from my side. I feel like yeah. a lot of those people who do date outside their race because they're uncomfortable with their racial identity are doing it because of that. Yeah. 100%. I agree. So y'all really need to, those people need to internalize with themselves. They need to pre-encounter. Pre-encounter. Encounter. Encounter. Immerse. Immerse. And internalize. Internalize that shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I thought this was a good kind of examination of where we come from and how we kind of see ourselves. Yeah. Especially with Black History Month wrapping Won't up. He did. Uh, so did you hear that? I don't know if there's a petition or something, but there's talk about making June like Black History Month Part 2. Because like Juneteenth. Oh, no. I would love that. Especially because that is the one time of year where we flourish. Brunch begins. The sun is out. The you know, vitamin D has our melanin popping. I'm just saying, I would love that. Cause I don't. It'd be too cold to do stuff in up here, unless you live in like LA or Florida, Phoenix. I mean, certain parts of Texas. It's too cold to be doing stuff. That's why I'd be out in my dashikis and shit in the summertime, <laughs> trying to catch up. <laughs> Also, dashikis are super comfortable because then I can just throw it on with like a pair of like shorts, short shorts, and go. They're so comfortable. Uh, I'm representative. But yeah. I'm sure that they make one in Atlanta. We're coming. Daylight savings been a hit, you know, and right after that. Hurry up. You know? So sick of the cold. <laughs> I don't know why I still live here. I think, I think it's going to really warm up around mid April. It needs to warm up like tomorrow. I would but... love for that, but that's not, it's actually about to be like in the 30s again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think around mid-April. Guess what I'm doing this weekend? What are you? What are you doing this weekend? Not a damn thing. I'm sure I got to work Sunday. Oh, you know what I'm doing this weekend? All of the taxes for my family. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's gonna be real fun. I'm about to start charging. About to? <laughs> what you waiting for? <laughs> We're family, you know. My mom, you she kind of birthed discount. me and raised me. Okay, but you you parent her now. That's how that works. You co-parent now. Yeah. My mom Maybe I'll time. just be like, hey, get me this. Instead of giving me money. Mm-hmm. I want a new TV stand. Okay. okay. We'll do that. I sent my mom that money yesterday. She goes, yeah, well, thank you so much. Now You can live here another month. 
Ma'am. And if you didn't, <laughs> well, you just don't get me out. <laughs> You come home and all your shit is just outside the door. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But Bane's still in there. <laughs> He'd be fine. Bane oh, can I... stay. Yeah, I'm really crazy. You can come stay with me for like a few days. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about my space. That's generous. I'd be like, By Paulina, my standards, that's generous. Paulina. <laughs> I'm here again. <laughs> like, I be quiet. You won't know I'm here. I saw your car. <laughs> What's gonna happen is every time I leave, you're gonna sneak in, and then when I, <laughs> the time is when I come back, you're not here. Or I'll just hide behind the couch or something, and then once you go past, I'll be like, "Oh God, oh Jesus, she didn't see me." Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that is life as a black woman in Paulina and Amber's world. Indeed. Boop. Move on. To the hoard? To a hoard. I, oh, I do have a hoard. I don't know what your hoard should be if you don't have one. I have one, you but have one? it's it's a Miami hoard. Ah, I think I know what it is. Do you? Do I? I don't know. See? Do I not? You might, I don't know. I'm genuinely asking. I don't know now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you do. I, feel like, I don't know. I feel like I might. Okay. I gotta find it. Do, 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 do. Where is it? Why is this? Oh, 2018. Well, that's that's not Miami. Not at all. Not at all. What the heck? Where did it go? Okay, do you have yours? Yeah, but I want to end on mine. Oh shoot! <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I put thought into the, to this one. We're I'm kind of proud of those. it. Oh, good. Now I'm, I'm stressed out now. Uh, okay, you I found it. it. You're good? Yes. Okay. All right. Everybody, Miami, sh- yeah. listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love yourself as much as you love toxic men and tacos. Amen <laughs> to that. That's yeah. a word. We saw that at the place, at the bar with the wigs. Yeah. That's the realest thing that happened that night. Yeah, oh my gosh. Was cool. I remember I saw that and I was like, that's clever. Yeah. So, like I mentioned before, the, the bar had like, it was like a street taco place. And then inside there was another bar. So mm-hmm. the street taco place had a sign. It was almost like those old cinemas that have like yeah. the letters in them. And that was the message on the sign. Love yourself. Was it the same way you love these toxic men and tacos? Yeah. I posted it. Like, I took a picture and I posted it. And um, this guy wrote me and was like, are you serious? And I didn't see the issue until I was like, oh, you're thinking you're the toxic. Because I... But is he? He can be toxic. I mean, the fact that... Are you serious? Kind of sounds like something that will come from a toxic man. I was like, nigga, wear that shit. But it was funny because I was like, ain't nobody think about you, so I don't even <laughs> like tacos. Why are you taking this to heart? Come on. Damn. I don't even like tacos. I mean, I, I'll, I'll eat them. a good ass quote. I'll eat them, but they're all right. But yeah, toxic men and tacos. Right. 
The cheese. It goes together. Come on. A and it's a taco place. Come toxic on. men and egg rolls. Like, no. Yeah. At a taco place. Sir. No. Come on. No. You gotta make more sense. Bananas. Maybe don't be a toxic man and you won't feel right. some kind of way. Clearly you feel some type of way because you're, uh, what's the word? Toxic. Otherwise you would have asked about the tacos. Should have texted me, hey, you about to get tacos? Right. No, sir. Um, so my hoard has to do with our topic for today. The second one. <laughs> um, it goes, racial superiority is a mere pigment of the imagination. But we black magic, though. Now, that second part, I added. <laughs> um, the first part was by an unknown author, apparently. But that's just to say, happy Black History Month, niggas. Um, yes. We got two days one day left by the time this comes out I so say, uh, make it count make it count also make the leap year count yes extra day. happy birthday if you're a leap year baby yes how does that work how old are y'all you're like four um happy fourth fifth birthday you can almost drink or whatever <laughs> <Bird. laughs> um yeah but i think that all we good yeah we good we good all right well uh, thank you guys wait did you have something no the where to find us oh yeah thank you guys for listening to another episode of staying classy um you can find us uh everywhere except for <laughs> itunes which is the only one we're not on right now so anchor spotify google pods breaker radio radio i keep saying that radio public Radio Republic. Apple Pods, Google Pods, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Your Mama's Podcast, This Podcast, and That Podcast. Speaking All of your mama, podcasts. tell I've her to listen to the podcast. And tell then tell mama to tell papa, and then tell them to tell grandpappies, and then tell the cousins and the sisters and the, everyone, the whole fam. And tell them to tell their friends. If they don't have friends, tell them to make some. Have friends. Why y'all just sitting here with letting these people have our friends? What's wrong with y'all? Anyway. And tell them to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, we love it. Won't he do it? Y'all out. Stay classy. Yup. Never trashy. Nope. But always what? A little nasty. Nasty. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.